Welcome to Innova Solutions podcast series, practical advice to advance in your professional career from the experts, moving at the speed of you. Thank you for tuning in. Hello and welcome. My name is Cynthia Myers. I'm lead for Innova Solutions Office of Diversity, Equity and Inclusion. Today, I have the experience of talking with several thought leaders. And our topic today is efficiency as our 2023 mantra. So I have three guests with me. I will allow them to introduce themselves and they can tell you a little bit about themselves before we jump into the substance of today's conversation. Uh, The first person I will introduce is Aaron Santoro. Aaron, please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Uh, Aaron Santoro. I've been with Innova Solutions for coming on 20 years now. In July, it'll be 20 years. And I'm in the talent acquisition group. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, second person is John Abreman. John, introduce yourself and tell a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yes. Hi. Um, I'm a recruiting director at Innova Solutions. I've been with this organization since 2005, and I manage the U.S. uh, recruiting team that provides support to RSOW work. Outstanding. And our final speaker is Lauren Dyer. Lauren, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes. Hello. Um, I'm Lauren Dyer. I'm a senior technical recruiter uh, with Innova, and I've been with the organization for nine and a half years. And I work alongside Aaron um, underneath John and the Italian Acquisition Group. Fantastic. Sounds like we have a highly skilled group here who can certainly shed some light on the issue of efficiency and how to use that as a strategic differentiator. So we will begin our conversation with Aaron. Um, Aaron, in your view, What does efficiency mean? To me, the word efficiency, um, simply put, means achieving more with less effort. So having said that, the question then becomes how, right? So how do you achieve more with less effort? For me, when I think about that question, I think it starts with yourself or self, right? For instance, in order to achieve efficiency, you need the following. You need self-discipline. So staying focused on a task or a goal with the purpose of achieving a certain result. You need self-accountability. So holding yourself accountable, which will help you complete your goals as well as support your colleagues. Um, You need self-management. Self-management includes being able to assess your priorities, manage your time, hold yourself accountable, and follow through with the task at hand. Um, You also need self-motivation which is the force that drives you to do things, or put another way, the initiative to start or continue a task without another's directive or or supervision. And then I would say finally, and the only one without the word self in it is proactivity. So being proactive. And so this is, is essentially constantly seeking solutions and striving to become better or more, I like to call it. So that was a long answer to the question, but uh, that is my my definition of efficiency. Well, that was an outstanding answer. Lauren, um, in reflecting on some of the points that Aaron made in his comments, do you believe, and this is entirely your view, do you believe that some people are born efficient or is this a skill set that you believe can be acquired over time? What are your thoughts? 
Sure. And I'm glad you said um, entirely my view because it is true. I mean, I think people might have a different take on this, but, you know, honestly, personally, I do believe that some people are just maybe more naturally inclined towards some of the skills that, um, you know, Aaron mentioned that make you more efficient, you know, being organized, etc. But I do absolutely believe it's a skill that can be developed. So, you know, if your goal is to become more efficient at your job, I think you can set yourself up for success by brainstorming ways to be more efficient. And then, you know, subsequently, maybe like creating mini goals to help get yourself there. So for example, I mentioned in the beginning, I'm a technical recruiter. So, you know, one of my main job tasks is screening candidates. So I know from experience that the most efficient way to do a screening is to have a list of questions that I want to make sure I ask every candidate during a conversation. And that way I'm not wasting time following back up with them a second time, you know, because I failed to ask something up front. So by creating that list of questions prior to my conversations, I'm really setting myself up to have the most efficient call possible. You know, the idea of mini goals that I mentioned earlier, that kind of comes comes to play here in the sense that you may not have like a perfect list of questions when you first start out, but having a goal to eventually get there, I think is a good thing to work towards. There's definitely going to be some trial and error as to what works for you, what questions will pull the most useful information out of your candidates. But I think that trial and error is okay. And, and you know, doing what you can to figure out what's going to work out best for you. Wonderful. John, now we have the opportunity to gain your thoughts. Aaron talked a lot about doing more with less, and certainly Lauren talked about being prepared. Why do you think efficiency is so necessary this year? Why do, what do you think is driving that? Sure, sure. Um, well, you know, efficiency is something that people continuously talk about over a long time in various industries, right? You know, walks of life. Um, I think it's particularly relevant in the current climate in the world we're living in in 2023 due to several factors that I think uh, all of us have just uh, lived through, right? So uh, we're all kind of coming out of COVID-19 pandemic. It forced a lot of companies to rethink about how they operate, how they conduct their business. You know, everybody's looking for new ways of working remotely, being more efficient, working in a hybrid environment, you know, where the teams are spread out across multiple geographies and things are just working differently. So I I think there is a renewed focus in the market on streamlining processes, reducing costs, and just maximizing productivity, especially given the current um, economic climate where we're hearing about some layoffs, reorgs, you know, hiring freezes in certain places. So all of that is affecting it. Um, Additionally, I think that technology has really gone, has grown and gone a long, long way. And uh, there's a lot of products out there that help businesses automate. There's a lot of talk about AI. There's more and more um, chatbots that we all are using on a daily basis. Um, There's robotics of all types that are just making our life easier. And uh, so it's making it easier for individuals as well as for companies to optimize their processes to achieve this better level of efficiency, right? Um, And and I think another thing that we got to keep in mind is I, I think a lot of companies have realized that being efficient is not just doing more with less, but also making everybody's experience better, like creating that better work-life balance for their employees. So so I think some of these things I just covered is really what's driving it, and especially now in 2023. An amazing, an amazing response. Uh, Aaron, to, to sort of build and expand on uh, some of John's comments, COVID changed the global landscape in how we communicate and having different methodologies to connect with internally and also with from a customer standpoint. Why do you or what do you think 
some of the value adds from an employer standpoint, from a Nova standpoint, having employees more efficient. Why do you think that's uh, so critical this year? Well, I think it's 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 critical to be efficient to empl- to an employer these days for a lot of the reasons that that John had pointed out. You know, we're kind of in an uncertain market where clients are uh, laying off, downsizing, cutting budgets, hiring freezes. So focusing on efficiency and and applying that mantra to your daily professional life will ensure you stand out as an employee effectively creating job security for yourself while essentially also helping your employer weather these uncertain times. Very, very good. Um, Lauren, we, we've talked a lot about efficiency from the standpoint of doing more with less, being more strategic, uh, certainly preparation. But um, in this post-COVID landscape, I'm not even sure that it's post, I think we're still in this landscape. What, uh, what do you think are some of the soft skills that perhaps can lead to greater efficiency? And why do you think those are important? I think it's safe to say that there are some soft skills. We've, we've talked a lot about many of them already, but that any employer would love for their employees to have kind of regardless of job title or profession. So, you know, those include many of the things you just mentioned, you know, uh, time management, teamwork, problem solving, creativity, good communication skills, being adaptable. Those are all soft skills that are kind of transferable between jobs and I think are really important. I think, you know, if your goal is to become more efficient in your current role, a good place to start would definitely be to identify maybe which soft skill or skills you personally could use the most work in. I mean, I don't think any of us are perfect in all those areas, right? And I think, you know, sometimes it's hard to self-reflect. So, I mean, I absolutely think this is something you could discuss with a a colleague or a manager. I mean, everyone is going to be on board to, you know, help you get better. So I think that's, that's something you could discuss with the manager. I think, you know, some examples, perhaps time management is an area where you struggle. Uh, You know, you feel like there's not enough hours in the day. You could try a couple different things and and see what works best for you. You could try planning out your day hour by hour, you know, building in times for emails, building in times to answer messages and make sure every task has a dedicated time slot and making sure you stick to that schedule which could mean setting alarms or setting reminders for what comes next. You could try what I do personally. I do a weighted daily to-do list. I, you know, create a list of all the tasks I need to do each day and I star the items that are non-negotiable and focus on those first. And I, you know, highlight items as I complete them, which brings me personal satisfaction, being able to highlight things off my list. And and then I just, you know, anything that doesn't get done goes to the top of my daily list for the next day. So again, I think there's going to be some trial and error. I've talked about figuring out what works best for you, but finding out which of those soft skills I think you really need kind of some focus on and then trying out a couple different things to see how you can really improve in that area and be open to trying some out of the box ideas because I think you never really know what will resonate with you until you try it. Sounds awesome. John, personally, Lauren kind of talked about some of the things that she's doing. Could you give maybe one or two things that you do personally to bring about the efficiencies that in your schedule that will allow you to have work-life balance? We hear a lot about that. What are some of your tips and techniques to create the efficiencies? Yes, but to also allow for a balance between work and life. As um, as Lauren has um, mentioned, everyone has to develop their own work style, you know, like ways of working to become more effective, more efficient. As uh, Lauren has mentioned, uh, me personally, I also create a to-do list. I find it keeps me kind of like focused on what's important. And uh, as the day goes by, it goes, goes on, you know, there's always countless tasks that come across my desk and I continue to reprioritize and cross things off as, uh, you know, as the day progresses. 
There's certainly some things can wait and some things cannot wait, but I try to uh, not to procrastinate and get things out of the way so that I don't, I'm not overwhelmed the next day. So I try to get as much accomplished as possible in a given work day, right? So that I don't have to, so, so I can go into tomorrow kind of like fresh, knowing exactly what I need to accomplish in the morning and then face the day and attack the new tasks as they come in. So um, no, no uh, big secrets here. You know, again, I think, I think it's just uh, prioritizing. I, I do believe in writing down, you know, like keeping a journal or uh, however you want to get organized, you know, notepad, whatever. But I, I'm a strong believer that you need to write down. Otherwise, we forget things, right? And, uh, you know, just a, any kind of a to-do list or checklist. Right. Makes sense. Aaron, same question. How do you keep your day from becoming unmanageable? What are some of the things that you personally do to make sure that you remain targeted on task, but you get to actually have a life outside of work? Yeah. And I think I'm going to stay with the same theme um, as I follow it myself. And that's creating a plan. I usually create my plan the day before, before signing off for the day. And this is something I've been doing for years and years. And since doing it, I noticed how structured and efficient my days were. So starting every day off with a well thought out and prepared plan is I think the most, or I would say the number one way or you know, advice I would give to streamline your day and, and become more efficient. And for me, it's, it's simply carving out blocks of times for various activities throughout the day uh, in order of priority. And within that plan, carving out a few empty blocks to be filled by, you know, of course, the unexpected requests or distractions or 911s or whatever you want to call them and that tend to arise. And, you know, conversely, I find if, if you're failing to create and commit to a plan, you're often going to have scattered days and eventually um, you're reactive, you know, simply reacting to the events of the day and therefore inefficient and not as productive as you should be or could be, which ultimately leads to not living up to your full potential. Absolutely. And this is uh, this is my final question. And this is for the for the entire group from a client perspective, as we engage our footprint, which is obviously the contiguous United States and in South America, UK, India, elsewhere. From a client perspective, how do you believe our clients uh, perceive our ability to be efficient, to deliver services in a consistent manner. Uh, the quality is consistent. It's on time. Things, tasks were done. How do you think that helps differentiate us uh, perhaps from some of our competitors? And I'll start with Aaron. Well, I think, you know, like Taco Bell, we're open 24-7 and, and we can service their needs. Uh, there's always somebody to um, you know, pick up the phone or respond to an email and, and available um, should there be a request, an issue, um, et cetera. So we truly are a 24 by 7 company due to the fact that we are in all the, the countries that we're in and, and locales. So I think that that's a benefit to, to any client and, and I, we, uh, we serve them well accordingly. Absolutely. Okay, Lauren, same question. 
How do you think this benefits our clients? Yeah, I mean, I would absolutely agree with Aaron that, you know, being global, we do have someone available at all times, which is great. I also think, you know, from personal knowledge, I can say with our team, and I'm sure across the company, I mean, we make a real effort to really connect with our clients and our 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 candidates as well and kind of get to know them on a personal level, which I think in the long run does make us more efficient because, you know, we get to know what they're looking for. We get to know kind of the unwritten things, you know? So, and I think in the end, I mean, that means they're having to spend less time explaining to us what their team looks like, what they're looking for, what those little tweaks are that will differentiate us and being able to find the right candidate. So I think that is really important as well. Absolutely. And so the last, uh, I will also direct this to John uh, from where you sit in your view, I suspect that your team is somewhat, I think you referenced being geographically dispersed. How do you think having this a greater focus around efficiency, how do you think this ultimately benefits our clients? I would say um, in, in uh, several ways that come to mind. When, when we're efficient with our time and work, I think we're, we're able to deliver a high quality product and, and service quicker. If we're quick, and our service is good, you know, it exceeds client expectations or at least meets it. And, and it keeps the client coming back again and again and again. And so repeat business, I think, is uh, the best kind of business, right? Like your reputation is what brings the customer back and your good service. It also helps us to stay competitive, right? If we're able to be, be efficient, as efficient as can be, um, you know, it reduces the cost of operating. Uh, it increases uh, productivity. Um, if we can streamline our processes, we can free up time and resources to develop new products and services, right? We can also improve the existing services. And I also think that if we can deliver quality work quickly and cost effectively, you know, we're likely to earn, you know, the loyalty of our clients and, and you know, get their trust and get more business. And so hopefully um, that leads to long-term partnerships with our customers and uh, benefits us and them. Absolutely. So as we wrap up, I would like to give our panel here the opportunity, if you have any final thoughts, uh, certainly you're welcome to share them at this time. Lauren, did you have a final thought or final thoughts that you'd like to share for the good of the whole? You know, the only thing I can think of off the top of my head is just be open to learning and, and trying new ways. I mean, I don't think any one person is the perfect picture of efficiency, right? I mean, they know what works for them, but I think all of us are, are you know, could always learn something new. So I'm constantly uh, looking for ways to be more efficient, ways to better use my time. So I think just staying open to that and seeing what your colleagues do, seeing what works for them it is something to you know continue to do on a, on a regular basis. Absolutely. Okay. If there are no final thoughts, uh, additional final thoughts from the group, again, I would like to thank all of you for being here today. I appreciate your time. We certainly hope from an audience perspective that you've heard from these great thought leaders around how to become a more efficient tips, techniques, strategies, why it is important to us internally as Anova Solutions, but also from a client engagement perspective. Again, my name is Cynthia Myers. It's my pleasure to be with you today to moderate and facilitate this discussion. Have a great day, and we hope you've learned some very important information. Thank you. Go farther with Innova Solutions. Thank you for tuning in to the Innova Solutions podcast, professional advice to advance in your career. For more information, visit our resource candidate library at innovasolutions.com. Moving at the speed of you.
Data transfer complete.